0: inspiring well-being a limited podcast series with maximilian
1: hi everyone and welcome today my dear friend ariana and i will be talking about being whole this is a topic that really applies to every single human being out there to every being out there really and we'll be discussing what it actually means to be whole to be complete as that beautiful human being that you are And we'll be diving into this very deep with Ariane now as she's joining us. And we'll see what we can cover. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back.
0: Yay. This is so exciting that
1: I'm so stoked for this one. I can tell you are radiating.
0: Oh, my God, Max, we have to share. We have to share. Oh my God, you don't even know how many people I've shared with um, regarding this insight. Like we, I, I thought we could even talk about the interaction we had, you know, back in Beacon Hill. And since then, so much has shifted for me, like drastically, like there's been some big changes.
1: Yeah, so why don't we get right into it and we'll let the everyone that's tuning in know how this actually came about.
0: Um, yeah.
1: We met um, last week. We took your beautiful dog, Bella kula for a little walk. And okay. we did that right here in the park, uh, in the Beacon Hill Park. And we just started sharing things. And um, I started sharing with you that something that's been coming through to me very strongly, particularly in meditation, Um, But even during daily life was that I was starting to recognize myself as a, as a whole human, as a whole being, not just a human being, but just a being, a complete being. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just remember as soon as I, as I said that to you, there was something I could see how, how strongly it was resonating with you oh god (laughs) with you my ideas that aren't really my ideas i mean they are in 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 the consciousness realm floating around but just sharing with you the fact that i now feel and i truly believe that we are all complete we are Mm -hmm. all whole and we always have been Mm -hmm. we are in this present moment and we always will be Mm -hmm. and that it's now really becoming a, a question of how can we remember this fact?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I remember we were sitting on a bench and we were having this conversation and you, you and I both tapped into like a flow state, I would say. Yeah. So a very connected state where uh, everything seemed amplified and the information that was just uh, coming out of us was just happening like this. And uh, you would dig deep in this, you would share, and then that would open up something for me. And then I would share from the deeper space. And, uh, you know, uh, and I was getting triggered too, by what you were saying, I was getting, you know, kind of going, (laughs) like, whoa, wait a minute, if this is true, and I do feel like this is true, then um, I've got to look at a lot in my life. By a lot, I mean everything. Actually, <laughs> God, <laughs> you know you're onto something when you feel that. You know you're onto something big. When yeah. You feel that on a cellular level. That feeling of like, oh, wait a minute, I, can't. this a this resonates. B this is confronting, and I have the awareness to instead of run, I have the awareness to sit here and listen and allow myself to, to you know, challenge my beliefs.
1: Yes. And I I also always find that if there's something that I'm sharing with people or I'm receiving something that gives me goosebumps, especially that run all the way down the back of my spine. For me, that's, it's almost like the universe going, yep, there, stay with this, hear it all, take it all and absorb it all. um, Because there's so much truth right in that. And that that was certainly happening then. And it also happened um, previous to our conversation, whenever I would tap into this, this realm of, of wholeness and, um, it's, it's just been, it's, it's, it's been incredible and to actually, you know, for people listening in and going, okay, they definitely have to talk a little bit more about this because I'm not fully getting it just yet, which is yeah. fine, mm-hmm. But just <clears throat> for people out there to take minute and allow themselves with the intention to feel themselves as the wholeness that they are, the wholeness that they carry within themselves, that in itself can be, can already be changing their perspective quite um, dramatically, but also in in a very subtle way.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can... You know, I think with our conversation on the bench and we're not, you know, we we might dive deep in this. Like we always do in our sessions, but um, back at the bench in the park when you and I were speaking, we just seemed to have continued to, we just kept on going deeper. And the space was made because we were both allowing that conversation to take space. And I remember at one point, I even had trouble looking at you and I was like, whoa, this is interesting. Like a part of me wants to avoid hearing this belief that hey I, I am whole i don't need fixing i don't need healing yes N- nobody needs healing or fixing and i'm actually here totally whole and the natural environment is also reflecting that that nature is also exactly. uh, eternally whole as well and these symptoms that i feel or dis-ease or sickness that i feel it's simply an imbalance it's not me being dysfunctional it's not me being broken
1: exactly absolutely it yeah. is it is the, the way I, I see it, at least for right now, a lot of the disease, a lot of the, the physical pain, for instance, that we, that we experience as, as human beings. That can be attributed to the fact that we simply forget about the fact that we are whole. And I think one of the big contributing factors is why we have this tendency to forget and then not even ask the question anymore. Am I whole or am I broken is because we spend too much time in our head and there's a lot of information being processed all the time. I mean, there's so many things that, that distract us every single moment of our lives. But when we then start to actually feel ourselves again, we go inward and we feel ourselves and we feel this loving peacefulness that, that is within us. And especially during meditation or just during times of stillness, we, we can tap into, we can reconnect with this very loving peacefulness. And when we start to feel that again, rather than trying to acknowledge it with our mind and conceptualize it, but we just feel it, we start to feel the completeness that we are. Mm -hmm. And whenever we feel something, this is actually not just something that we then know is true, but it's more of a, when this is what I believe people refer to when they talk about an inner knowingness. Mm because you don't just know it with your with your mind, with your intellect, you know it because you feel it, because you are it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so what a concept, okay? So here we are in this society that's telling us in so many different ways, shapes, forms, and sizes that hey, you need to be fixed, you know?
1: Yeah. You're
0: broken, um, healing, you need to do healing work, you need to heal yourself, uh, we have to fix, 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 fix yourself, fix the environment, fix other people, <laughs> keep on fixing <laughs> and so you know we've we've been indoctrinated into this belief, and uh, what a what an absolutely uh, for me, it's just literally been f- freedom it's literally been freedom because i had a i let myself have a really good look at how I have allowed that indoctrination to be in literally every facet of my life every facet even my work you know
1: i think it's work sorry i think i think especially work you know for any healthcare practitioner out there we find purpose in this in this belief that everything needs fixing and, and this is something we see on a global scale and we have been seeing for, I don't even know for how long, but it's so interesting that we find purpose in something that now when we're assessing it on this basis of everything is whole, this is not where, where our purpose lies because it's, it's not necessary to go there because as you, as you just said, and, and as we were discussing last week in the park, nothing needs fixing as as odd as it might sound in you know in the beginning but the more a person dives into it and, and allows it to sit, the more the more sense it makes and from such a deep deep level
0: Oh yeah this is definitely not anything <laughs> the mind is gonna understand <laughs> this is gonna take like really looking and feeling. Yeah. deeply and then trusting exactly. you know how many times have you put your trust in the hands of another person to tell you what's right Um, especially teacher healer speakers oh you know better than me I'm just gonna put that you tell me you yeah. tell me you tell now you're we're, we're doing both people a disservice here you're doing yourself a disservice because you're literally training yourself to not trust yeah. right and you're also doing that other person a d- disservice too. like you know, and I was one of those people also, you know, it's like, let's do healing work. Yeah. <laughs> let's heal. <laughs> like it's such a peculiar, it's so I'm laughing and I don't mean to ridicule, but I'm laughing at myself because yeah. I was so deeply believing that.
1: <laughs> and also, you know, for me, it, it is the same thing. Like it's, it's amusing, but it's in such a charming and such a loving way. Because we're we're, we're starting to realize something that is so deep and that can truly set us free.
0: That it's freedom. Exactly. Yeah. It is freedom. It is freedom because, okay, so I'm going to share my experience the best way I can to kind of really explain this idea of freedom. So prior to our very (laughs) intense, transparent conversation on the bench in the park last week, I was really functioning under the belief that okay well you know light workers step up the planet the planet needs healing and humans need to heal and let's heal and come on let's ascend and like higher dimensions and get all this all this all this stuff you know I was like we got to work we've got to work hard and people need to wake up and um there's all this unconsciousness we've got to be conscious like that's the kind of conversations I was having in my mind and then after our conversation I let myself uh, evaluate my beliefs my belief systems and I let myself really take it on and be like okay yeah I'm gonna let myself believe this fully okay all of a sudden an enormous amount of pressure was taken off my back immediately a huge huge amount I didn't even know I had so I felt it in my body felt it inside my body I was like okay this is I'm this is a palpable feeling here. More importantly, it was my perceptions that had changed. Suddenly I realized, wait a minute, um, I'm here to really enjoy and connect with life. And and not just that, there's like a curiosity and a wonder, you know, of like, whoa, this is an epic body it's and planet. And I'm committed to, you know, connecting with it and learning about this and just, being with it i couldn't be i I can't i could not be in that other with, with those other belief systems but here that's that's just that's what's happening it's like the the state of being is so much more accessible
1: absolutely and this whole aspect of um having a systematic approach to life and to health and, and aspect of life. It, it just falls away very, very gently, but um, yeah, very gently in and in, in a way that, you know, this is right. You know, uh, it is not, it is not so much just another human beliefs that we can now um, build upon and build like an entire structure upon. It's really, it's almost like, it's the deepest level of our nature speaking to us, communicating to us that we are we are whole, we are complete, and we always have been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that all these all these things that we put forth, you know, we need I for instance, every every person seems to have some kind of healing agenda. I need to heal this, I need to heal that. But there's—it's such a systematic approach mm-hmm. to life, and healing becomes a person's life, um, which then doesn't really allow the person to just be anymore. Exactly. And you know, I've now been hearing over the last year for so many from so many people that um, really dive deep in their own meditation or even with plant medicine. They always talk about the mo- their realization is the most beautiful experience is the human experience, which I'm just calling it the human experience right now, but I'm, I'm taking into it mind, body and spirit. So of course, it is also a very, very spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really it, you know, we are supposed to be. That's, that's what all the sages <laughs> in all the ancient times always talk about, you know, it's yeah. being. And that yeah. thing is what we now also refer to as just observing, being present in the moment. It, it really is all the same, but we are still so much in this cycle of doing, doing everything, doing so much, not just in terms of healing, but, you know, we we, we want to, we want to acquire so much knowledge too. You know, I just finished a book. I want to read another book. Give me this information too. I'm just signing up to three more online courses. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, yeah. Because this abundance of, of information, and honestly you could be studying forever. Yeah. This, this, this information from the, uh, from the outside, but is it really going to get you closer to being and really, Appreciating life I, 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 don't, I don't really know I mean, f- for me it's, I've really been gently and lovingly driven through meditation to this point where I have at the moment very very little interest in in, in reading books and and watching yet another webinar or a ten parted course online. Because I receive so much valuable information, everything that I need through me, through consciousness itself, as I'm channeling it, and it's it's such a beautiful and um, loving relationship that we can that we can create with our with our inner self, with our essence, as mm-hmm. often Eckhart Tolle refers to it. Mm-hmm. And um, again, that really then accentuates this the fact that we are whole, you mm-hmm. know, necessarily need information from the outside world, if there is something we need an answer to or we need information about something or just feedback or some kind of assistance, we find that by, by, by being us, by, by going in and, and feeling ourselves, feeling our essence and things are provided to us in the most beautiful ways because we are complete and we're engaged in an environment where everything is complete. Hmm. and this might be hard to understand for some people in the beginning and i don't blame them because you know we are still wrapping our heads around this too but there is this underlying completeness that the more we start to feel ourselves and and the energy and consciousness we're we're starting to feel that completeness everywhere and we start to then also see it everywhere we no Hmm. longer see things as in these very polarizing concepts that we have created as human beings, you know, it's no longer, this is good, this is bad, this is light, this is darkness. Exactly. This just is because it's all complete.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a big one as well. When I allowed myself, and I'm still in the process of doing this to really let myself believe, take on that belief that, okay, yeah, this is all, these are all complete systems here and even the worst of situations we're seeing in the world they're not bad they're not you know um dysfunctional it's just a severe a symptom of a severe imbalance and we have full uh, capacity as humans to bring that back to balance right so um yeah when i allowed myself to really think about not think feel all of this <laughs> uh, i realized that yeah good bad um that doesn't exist, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Doesn't exist, like, this is, um, I like what you said, that this is one of the deepest um, expressions of who we are. This is some one of the deepest levels of communication, and maybe not, maybe, you know, maybe not, but I know for my journey so far, um, I, I, I certainly feel that. And I have come to this place before, um, when I was really on my own Uh, internal growth path many many years ago and i remember the closer i got to this point my guides that that deeper part of me would frequently say okay um stop don't don't do the webinar don't go and get information from the webinars and the books and and all of these things outside yourself if you want information get it within because it's going to be there and i remember questioning that i was like this is like new (laughs) this is new because before that Ariane was you know healers shamans webinars books 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 and like practices (laughs) and like two hours i was doing two and a half hours of practice a day can you imagine two and a half hours of practice a day like because that's what i thought i needed and um one of my most influential teachers back in the day uh, i met him at that time and uh he came up to me and he said, You're gonna drop he's like, It's time for you to drop all of this. Drop your yoga, drop the met drop the, the crystals, drop the <laughs> all of your books, drop all of this external, all of these tools and, and external sources that you're using and he's like, just cut it. Like who are you without all of that? Who are you? Yeah. You know, can you stand there and actually know who you are without your titles and your tools? And and I didn't like that. I was like, like I didn't.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to. You're raising such a very good point because <laughs> always taught, you know. Since, since the the spiritual movement, you know, the the new age movement is so strong these so, days. You know, it's always about oh, we need to learn to trust ourselves. Here's another webinar that teaches you over the course of the next ten weeks how to trust yourself. Uh. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> so you're telling me, in order for for me to start trusting myself, I have to watch your 10 week webinar?
0: It doesn't, yeah.
1: I mean, come on, people. We we need to <laughs> we need to start to really even question the things that are set out with very good intentions that are put out with very good intentions. Yes. You know, so many yes. of this this um, 20 21st century spiritual movement. Yes, I understand that there's is, there is room and there's purpose in all of this, but please always remember that it should come from this knowingness that you are complete to begin with. And that's also something that I really wanna stress right now, you know, we are certainly not telling people, okay, um, stop whatever you're doing right now because that might be too extreme of a, of a suggestion to make. But just from now on, as a change, approach everything in your life, whether it's your yoga practice, the way you eat, um, meditation, even the way you, you walk and engage with other people. Approach it from that place within you where you can feel that you are complete. Approach everything in life from a place of completeness, from a place of wholeness and then see how things are are subtly but probably constantly going to change for you and shift and you will notice that there will be certain practices that you've been doing for a very long time that you will no longer be, be practicing because now as you're starting to realize yourself as that wholeness again, because it's really just a, Remembering of the fact that you were whole, you know, you're not just discovering something new, it's always been there. You know, as you're becoming more familiar with your wholeness, you will start to notice that, okay, this practice that I used to do, I don't really feel the need to do this anymore because I did this because I always believed that I was broken or that I wasn't whole. And now that I truly believe and I can feel that I'm whole. I no longer need this particular practice and some other practices people might still be doing, you know, as a personal example, I'm still practicing yoga every single day, but no longer thinking that I need to do this because I was broken or I wasn't whole. But now I actually just do it because I'm a, I'm a whole being and I'm engaging with my environment where whole. Mm-hmm. This. whole. Engagement is an exchange between me and my environment, meaning I receive things from it and the environment receives things from me. But we we do it both on the basis of being whole, which elevates this, this exchange to a whole nother level. So my yoga practice is now more about the exchange because I know I receive things from it and I also give things to the environment, particularly yeah. uh, pure energy.
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful way of saying and,
1: it. And that in in a way for me is that's true love. Mm-hmm. It's the exchange of love, basically, between two entities that consider themselves whole that mm-hmm. are whole. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so this can be very confronting for people, especially those in the healer world, therapist, counselor worlds, right? Like, um, I um, I let myself apply this belief everywhere in my life, and so now all of my practices are rewritten. Um, when I step on the yoga mat, I'm not doing it to you know reach a certain level of the intermediate practice and like have more open hips and get more vitality and like you know be a stronger person no i'm going on the mat now for the love of movement and yeah. for the love and exploring this incredible brilliant body of mine that's my intention now Ooh, the whole practice has changed same thing with trail running instead of like okay i gotta go and sweat and like you know get stronger and more muscles and non- no <laughs> now i say i'm doing it for the love of movement again fresh air connection time with my dog um you know it goes further than that there's there's teachers, uh, people in my life, you know,
1: connections with
0: other people in my life that I'm completely like, I can't see the same way again, because I was even projecting that old belief, you know, onto these people. And so there's, if, if we, if we really, if we really let ourselves go there, it is, it can be confronting and the most liberating, yeah, authentic way it's 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 liberating and it's um um you know but the old Ariane just wanted to like plow and like leadership and like go and do it and like next level yeah
1: <laughs> that's, that's another very point that you're mentioning because you know we're living in a, in a society where everything or a lot of things are being uh i think they call it gamification yeah know? being gamified where, oh, just just do this and then you'll reach the next level. And even when we look at fitness apps, you know, unlock the next level, receive this reward, receive this award for-
0: Upgrade.
1: Hitting five trail runs and things yeah. like that. Or like yeah. in yoga five days in a row, practicing meditation five days in a row, you get a, tro- a virtual trophy for it.
0: Yeah.
1: Why, you know? this is this is all outside stuff but you're 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 doing it for the sake of doing it and that's that's what life i think is supposed to be about too you're living life for the for the sake of of living life you know being there enjoying it having mm-hmm. that freedom and and truly embodying that freedom
0: mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah Yeah, it's a completely different life experience now from this belief, this this way of being. It's a totally different experience. And um, my desire to really connect with and be with life has amplified like never before. I've never had such a strong desire to do that until now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I was in a rat race. I was in a few rat races before. I was in a spiritual rat race, right? healer, healer, therapist, upgrade, download, biohack, programming. like <laughs> let's get teachers to tell me who I am and what I need to do because I don't trust myself and I'm not there yet and I'm not enlightened and like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. oh my God, like I was in that rat race <laughs> and I was in the other, you know, rat race of like society, that's a societal grind, you know, that we've talked about too. I was in like a couple and how, what, what a freeing it's just so freaking freeing to be out
1: of both of those (laughs) i really appreciate that you're mentioning them them both and i love to encourage everyone that's listening to ask themselves this question you know because one thing that i've really noticed with spirituality gaining more momentum even now moving into the mainstream um here in here in North America, but I also see it in Europe and probably other places in the world as well, it seems like people find peace in this um, illusion that now that they're part of, or that they're allowing spirituality into their lives, that they're now away and they've moved out of the rat race um, that everyone talks about in terms of their jobs but people need to ask themselves the question is this life that i'm now living with good intentions to be more spiritual is this actually just another rat race that i've now colored in a different color so i won't pick up on it for a very long time mm-hmm. I mean, we have to be incredibly you know i actually like to say we have to be bloody honest with ourselves to um to assess this and to determine this for ourselves. Because if we just move from one rat race to another one and we, we kind of blindfold ourselves to the fact that this is yet another rat race, just because it, it has a nicer color or it just feels a little bit better. In the end, it is still another rat race. It's, it's another thing that places so much pressure on us because we put that pressure on ourselves. Yeah you know, to, I need to become enlightened. How about I mark this somewhere on the calendar so I know the date by which I need to be enlightened by. Things are just going crazy, even though we might have good intentions, but, you know, we're still still scraping the surface of everything and we're not actually going deeper. We're not going there where we are already everywhere we always wanted to be, you know? Mm -hmm have already reached, we've always been at the destination that we think we're trying to reach so hard. I mean, that people, please allow that to sit with you for a little bit bit too. I mean, there's so much, as you said before, there's so much liberation that comes from that. Oh my God. Allowing yourself to feel yourself as the wholeness that you are and the fact that you are complete in every way.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. I was having this conversation with someone and, um, um, oh, with someone, with everyone actually. <laughs> <laughs> I literally couldn't like everybody in my immediate environment, I was like, you have to hear, <laughs> you have to hear this conversation I had with Max. Like I just need, I just, I'm. I <laughs> shared this with you a
1: couple of days ago, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: oh God, for sure. <laughs> because it was i really let myself go there with you i was like let's let's go there with max let's totally you know uh let i'm going to allow myself to really feel this and and as confronting as it was an incredible space was made and it's interesting once there's a level once there's this level of clarity and truth no way you can't you maybe some people go back but i i don't foresee that happening for myself because um the level of relief i really like that word relief you know i don't know about you but i find when i'm in that state um every part of me is listening and very present and knows that this whatever's happening within within me and around me is something to remember (laughs) when i have that that deep sense of relief and uh that's what i've been feeling and uh, i always knew something was off before you know in those rat races that we were talking about but i couldn't quite identify it and of course i couldn't because i was locked in a certain belief system so if we are locked in a certain belief system we're not going to see out of it we literally have to take a step back and and bring in another perspective and that's going to take uh first of all it's going to take courage but it's also going to take humility you know like uh, my ego was like whoa <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of poked at you know when when um oh my god i loved what you said when we were on the bench and i and i said that to you you said to me yeah Ariane, your ego is going to communicate to you um hey Ariane, we're falling apart we're falling apart and that's when you say no we're not falling apart you're falling apart and i was just like damn max <laughs> <laughs> say it loud Max
1: like <laughs> I'm glad that made it so strongly with you because
0: that day it was just
1: all coming out and you know it, it had been with me for quite some time and I, I I also shared with you that back in the day you know a year two years or even three years ago it would it would sometimes very briefly come to me that hey you know, especially as as a healthcare practitioner thinking, hey, but what if actually every single person that I'm seeing and the person that I am, we're already complete. Mm -hmm. So interesting because it was was almost like a fleeting thought. It was just a cloud that was passing by and I wasn't really paying much attention to it. And then in the last little bit, I think, you know, social distancing and having so much time to spend time in meditation and just with myself has really allowed me to, not only see this cloud passing by but actually going okay let's look at this from all angles and then starting to to just be it to embody it and from there on i was just thinking wow you know this is i have to share this because it feels like the most complete thing that i've experienced and the most freeing too Yeah. Very liberating.
0: Yeah, it is very liberating, and it was was really hard for me to look at the the healer cultures and the the spiritual movement cultures that I was part of and I was feeding, and a lot of the people around me were feeding, and to see um, from this perspective, to you know, actually no, it what no. No, I, I, well, at first I looked at that and it was shocking. I was like, well, wait a minute, I'm seeing this from a different perspective. But then from this perspective, it's also totally fine. <laughs> it's fine, there's nothing wrong.
1: Yeah. There's
0: nothing wrong. You know, um, I can choose to be in that rat race and pattern or not. Uh, and now from this perspective, it's very clear that I'm not. But not because it's wrong, just because, but it's, it's something that I know deep down inside is not um, I I'd like to I'd like to communicate this uh, demonstrating how it's not wrong you know if you can help me out with that
1: Yeah it's um it just is you it know just, yeah. <laughs> The easiest way to put it for for me <clears throat> it just is and yeah. the thing is or another thing is we as human beings, we always think that we need to understand everything. Yeah. Which is another thing that always keeps us glued to, uh, to, yeah, wanting to know everything, wanting to understand everything, and it, it, it keeps us glued so tightly to our ego and to the mind.
0: Yeah.
1: When whoever, whoever said that we need to understand, you know, for me, I don't really, I'm at a point where I, I can feel that I, I don't need to understand everything. Um, but what I feel, that truly guides me. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't need to be in this, on this level where everything is, is polarized. You know, we don't need to even go there and say, okay, this is good, this is bad. Um, because as soon as, as soon as we do that, we 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 kind, in a way, we acknowledge that things are not complete. Mm-hmm, exactly. One, but technically, everything is everything. You know, everything is consciousness. Everything is love, which means everything is complete. And one way to to maybe visualize this and explain it a little bit more is when people think of the yin and yang symbol we have the white and we have the the black component that in itself that symbol really shows the polarization between everything light and dark good and bad um, ugly beautiful healthy diseased but the symbol it wasn't intended to just communicate that. But we as humans, we always just focus on these two things. What the symbol, what we then kind of forget is that the two sides create a cohesive unit which is a circle. Mm -hmm. And a circle is complete. Mm -hmm. And Yang's symbol is not so much about good and bad or light and dark. It's really about the fact that everything is united, everything is whole. But I find too often we forget about it. And you know, when uh, certain spiritual movements utilize this symbol, they oftentimes don't really mention that either. They just focus on this is yin, this is yang, you know, in yoga too, today we're doing a yin yoga practice or this yoga practice is more yang. So we are always taking this apart and continuing with that polarization, never acknowledging the completeness that we, we can create when we look at the two together. Mm-hmm. So I would like to encourage people to, to see that, that wholeness in everything. Mm -hmm. because that's when we realize nothing really is good or bad everything just is everything just is complete Mm -hmm. and without on a on a lower level without having this good and bad or light and dark there wouldn't be a completeness Mm
0: -hmm. yeah for me you know for me okay so if people lived Uh, like this like what you're talking about right now um I'm certain (laughs) I'm positive (laughs) that some pretty major life changes would take place I'm certain of it because I'm just thinking there's so many things that like shifted for me when I came to this realization and one of them was none of this needs fixing none of this none of this none of you none in nature, you know, in fact, the more we remove our fixing and trying to, you know, control nature, the more it's probably going to thrive.
1: <laughs> Which we are, we're either. kind of right now, because right now yeah. there's a certain aspect of mankind being removed from nature because of all the COVID-19 restrictions. And we are already seeing how it's thriving. Yeah, We're not even giving it the the full freedom.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We're, we're just barely, you know, Giving it some space and look at what's happening. Imagine if we gave it full freedom, absolutely. And the same applies to ourselves as individuals. So now I'm living my life with this knowing of, oh, okay, I don't need fixing and other people don't need fixing. And, you know, the spectrum of like negative feelings or uncomfortable feelings that I have, that's just feedback. That's just an imbalance. That's not me being dysfunctional or something's wrong. No, no it's that's just feedback and I can develop a relationship with that one where I'm listening and one where I can ask oh, okay what do I need right now you know really basic not oh my god like something's wrong something's wrong and I gotta fix this and <laughs> like completely different conversation totally different energy so imagine if you know teacher therapists counselors had also adapted that uh, yeah. principle as well and but not even them I'm talking about everybody People who aren't even in that spiritual world, you know? E- literally e- everyone. Um,
1: On, and not just towards everyone else, but also everything.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: I mean, sitting down, you're sitting in front of your the meal, for instance, that you cook for yourself, knowing this is complete. Yeah. You know and. It's really as you're eating it. It's an exchange that is occurring between you, as the complete being that you are, and the food being complete. It's. I, I think it's it's very liberating, and yeah. especially as healthcare um, professionals, any anyone in anyone really engaging with other people. If we. If we see the other people that we're engaging with as the complete individuals and we're feeling us as the complete individuals, you will notice probably right there from the get-go, otherwise within days, how the relationships shift towards new levels because too often do we meet people and we already see them subconsciously as incomplete because we are projecting our illusion of incompleteness onto them, mm-hmm. and that's why um, I personally find one meditation practice to be incredibly powerful in regard. And that sometimes is referred to as the inner body meditation, where you're just feeling yourself, and that requires that you no longer put labels. Um, onto what you're feeling and thinking, you no longer assess, you no longer analyze. So there is nothing, no concept, uh, concepts are, that are being created with your mind. There is nothing really that's, that your mind has to do any longer. It's really just about feeling and you feeling the sensations that arise have a particular thought or when you're feeling a particular emotion. Because when you're feeling yourself, you're feeling these sensations, you know, the sensations Of being, no matter what that is, and you no longer attach judgment to them, they are just plain sensations, beautiful sensations, and nothing that will you angry or fearful or sad because you're really just feeling it for what it is. So, in a way, what you're then doing is you're transcending this this level of polarization, because you're no longer judging, this is a good feeling, this is a bad feeling, Mm -hmm. thought this is a bad thought, you're going above, you're rising above that, and you're really just taking it and feeling the completeness of it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a walking embodiment of allowing and surrendering. Everywhere you go, everywhere we go, with this belief system, you're just allowing, you're receiving, allowing. There's a lot of listening. There's a lot of surrender. I find those terms come in quite a bit when I try to explain, you know, this state. And ultimately, I see it's really hard to explain.
1: It is, yeah. It
0: is because, and we're each going to have a different um, expression of it.
1: Mm. But
0: the way you're describing it is really, like, it's really on par like i'm totally resonating and you're making it um accessible and fairly easy because some people can i would imagine would look at something like that and think well that's not even an option but i just want people to know that just the fact that you think that (laughs) just the fact that you think it's not an option you know isn't going to be an option and so i just want to remind people of the brilliance of belief. The brilliance of belief. We adapt a belief system and everything changes. Mm-hmm. The way our cells interact with one another changes. Our perceptions change. How we interact and speak with other people. That changes too. Everything changes. That's how brilliant. That's how brilliant and complete we are.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely. And this completeness is it goes beyond just, you know, believing it because um the way i like to go about it is feeling myself as the completeness that i are yes. that I, the wholeness as i've now i think mentioned a few times but the way the reason i'm stressing this so much is because i want everyone who is curious about this to try this too mm-hmm. and as you're reaching a, a state of stillness and you're allowing yourself because it's really about just allowing yourself to to rediscover the wholeness that you are, you know, because it is nothing new. It's you've always been whole everything. Yeah. But as you're allowing yourself to feel that again, after years and years of thinking that you're broken or not good enough, Mm -hmm. this is an inner knowingness, you know, because it's no longer do you have to to say over and over again, I am complete. I'm complete. I'm complete. I'm complete. But you actually know it because you feel it in the deepest of your of your true self, mm-hmm. and nobody yep. can take that away from you. Nothing and nobody can take that away from you. It's a place that once you've rediscovered it, and you make it a ha- make it a, a habit. It doesn't really have to be a habit because as soon as you start to feel the completeness, you go. Ooh, this feels so good, I wanna feel this all the time. So you keep coming back, you keep coming back. So it it becomes your true foundation again, as it was always supposed to be. Because exactly. foundation for life, for everything that we do, is this wholeness that we are.
0: Yeah, and so think about how people have wrapped there, I'll speak for myself, how, you know, in the past, I wrapped my life and my identity around needing fixing and things are broken. And we're in a world that's really broken. You know, a lot of these these types of dialogues I would have, and I'm gonna shape my my relationships and my my um, my profession around helping. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna help. Yeah. Let me help you. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm doing now. <laughs> oh my god! Literally, it's it's been such a drastic and phenomenal like shift for me. Um, my work is i'm allowing it to just completely organically transform yeah and i can see i was partly um i was partly (laughs) believing that and transferring that um over marrying that over um in my work but now i'm just completely allowing things to shift in in like in a very in-depth way and the moment anyone i work with looks for me, looks to me for the answers, I immediately bring it back to them, immediately, 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 because I, as the therapist, you know, as the space holder, will be training them to look outside themselves. If I'm like, yes, let me tell you, let me tell you who you are. And I'm ultimately, um, I'm really deluding them and misleading them by doing that. Okay, so I wanna jump in and say something here. I'm still a believer in space holding, right? Yes. You know, we can hold space. But what is holding space as therapists, teachers, counselors? What is holding space? Okay, so I'm I'm here. I'm holding a very present space for you to look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right? You might turn to me for guidance. But the guidance is me holding that space for you to look at yourself. Who am I to tell you? what? I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. what, what works for you. And really like
1: yeah (laughs) you have to know right i mean it's another human construct that as therapists as healthcare practitioners we need to know all these things what's best for our clients but it's really about inspiring others to start rediscovering that wholeness that they are Mm -hmm. and you know, with that, we can, as, as we as healthcare pr- professionals can still get very creative. We can still, you know, everyone can still come up with different ways, but it's not the way so much. It is what we inspire through, through that way, whatever way we choose. So that mm-hmm. the other person goes, you've, you've provided, you've inspired me to rethink And now I'm on on a journey no longer of healing, because when you're whole, you no longer need healing, but just on a journey of rediscovering that wholeness that you, that you are and always have been. Yeah. Yeah. In that regard, I just wanted to say one more thing. When we think about... You know, anything in this world seems to be about healing because, you know, every, every person has something they want to heal from at least one thing. That's, that's what I've really come to come to realize by, you know, traveling the world in my twenties. I realized that no matter where I go, people always want to, want to heal at least something, whether that's physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional. And now with what I now know, if you set out to heal an aspect of yourself you do this from the basis of thinking and believing there is healing that needs to be done meaning you are not complete there is something that you're lacking or that's something that you that is broken so if that is your foundation. And unfortunately anyone that wants to heal subconsciously, that is your foundation. Your foundation is that you're lacking something or that you are not whole, that you're broken. Right in that point is where I truly believe lies the biggest obstacle to people healing. And I think that's one of the big reasons why chronic conditions, continue to bug people even if they're trying so many different therapies and different approaches because you can apply any approach and there's so many beautiful approaches out there and so many thoughtful ones and filled with love but if the foundation is you believing that you're lacking something that that something is broken the approach will never get you a hundred percent because you, you, you have forgotten that you were a hundred percent to start out with. Exactly. You-
0: exactly. And then you will draw other people and tools and teachers that will reflect yeah. that just dis- fine dysfunctional, I need fixing state of, of being. And then the cycle and the rat race keeps on going and keeps on going and keeps on going. And so um, something that I noticed, I know we only have a couple minutes left, but something that I noticed was the simplicity of being in this space. Wow, life was complicated before. (laughs) Oh my God, it was so complicated. Um, And here, (laughs) there's a simplicity that a part of me had to almost get over. I almost had to say, whoa, is this actually this simple? Is life actually this simple? I'm actually here just to be really connect with and like truly savor and be in awe about this incredible you know these these brilliant bodies and humans and nature and this planet and and to just really be with that and to be curious and explore that Um, wow okay yeah that this is what it appears to be it absolutely feels right and so looking back at the old ways I, i'm floored by the complexity <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely floored with how much complexity i let in my life but it makes sense because if everything is lacking and you know in that old way of being then i need all these constructs around me to get me through life right
1: absolutely and you're raising another very good point because at that time back in back in the day you probably would have not picked up on the fact that things were still so complex and and you know, and difficult at times. But then when you can actually compare it to the simplicity that we're now dealing with, that's, you know, now you have a benchmark. Now you have something to compare that complexity with. Now you're starting to realize, wow, back then, it was so complex. But (laughs) in order to realize that you, we have to see what else is there. You know, we have to see how simple life can be, and how simple life is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think a really great place to start, um, maybe to tie things up, because I know we're going to get kicked out any minute now. But a great place to start would be, like you mentioned prior, Max, seeing the completeness uh, in in everything in yeah. your own body, uh, in the movement of your body, uh, with the the trees and the flowers, with your pet, with your your partner, with your uh, family, with
1: Absolutely. your
0: everything. Every. everything,
1: And, and holding allow, people in that light. Allow yourself to feel that completeness, that wholeness that you are. And if you have any questions in that regard, and I'm sure some people will, feel free to reach out to Ariane or myself because we're more than happy. We're actually delighted to be talking to you. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I'm stoked. Wow. Can you imagine next week? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> we just keep on going down the rabbit hole. This is great. We need to meet in the park again.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: thank you so much, Max. You're awesome. Thank you for showing yeah. up. Thank you. thank you.
1: Thank you so much. And I really appreciate that you came on here to talk to, to me and with me about this and you know, let's make things whole. Let's, <laughs> let's make people realize that everything is whole.
0: By being in ourselves exactly. and speaking, speaking just as we are. This is amazing. Thank you so freaking much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and be well from within.